Welcome to The Overflow, the official podcast of The Block. The Block is a thriving young adult ministry of Celebration Church in New Orleans, full of exciting initiatives, faith-filled speakers, a lively community, and most importantly, God's presence. Our aim is that every person seeking fulfillment tunes in and walks away overflowing with knowledge, encouragement, love, and gratitude for the Word of God. We hope that you are both encouraged and challenged by today's conversation. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so I feel like before we should start, we should let the people know Taylor is on vacation. Taylor is on vacation, and, and we love that because Taylor does a lot Taylor of Taylor does hard a lot, work. and Taylor now, he don't like to break. be in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but he does a lot of work and behind the camera. Right, and because he is on vacation <laughs> and not behind the camera, <laughs> we have to record audio only because we get to record. We get to record yeah. audio only because mm-hmm. Taylor needs a vacation. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that he's not here. I miss him dearly mm-hmm. as a friend, but also as a friend. Yeah. I'm happy he's away. But I seen a picture of him yesterday on a beach somewhere. I know with his girls. I know his, his family. Yes, yeah. yeah. so it's nice to see. Yes. We love Taylor. We do. We do. We do. Yeah. We had a really great Sunday service. No, it was really special for me. Yeah. Because we've been going with our leaders through a, a communication class, mm-hmm. and they begin the service. Like at least an hour too early, mm-hmm. and like we've been just coaching them and help them essentially be able to explain to other people what God is teaching them in their life, yeah, um, in a way that other people can gr- grab hold to mm-hmm. and make application for their own self, yeah. you know. Um, and so it was good to see all of their hard work um, just pay off because yeah. they all did a really good job. Like, not only did they have good content, like, their deliveries were really good. Yeah. Um, and just to see the their progression from yeah. the day we started the communication the class. Um, and so I thought it was just a good embodiment of our soil series. Yeah. And that is raising people up, giving them a place to grow, giving them the space and opportunity mm-hmm. to grow and, uh, you know, just be pushed yeah. to do more, to pull out the potential that God has put inside of yeah. them. And so, um, it was a really good cap to our uh, good, really good follow up to yeah. our soul series. I was, was very, really I was very, very proud. Yeah. Like I could not. I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time, uh-huh. and even if I, though I heard everybody's like um, points and messages prior to it, uh-huh. I it still felt like the first time. Yeah. And I was just so <laughs> proud. Just to see them actually like get up there and kill it. I like, really felt like a proud parent. Yes, <laughs> I really did. I was like, I, I was did. tearing up. Uh-huh. Like it was very, it was very uh-huh. very special. So they killed it. Yeah. And so, but it, before before we dive into that, we got questions. Oh, people put in questions. People put in questions. So if you do not know, questions are always you fun. can submit questions anonymously. Yes. Uh, to if you go to our Instagram mm-hmm. at the block. That's B L O C Nola N O L A. At the block Nola, click the link in our bio. There's a, a box that says like submit questions uh-huh. to overtime, and we'll answer your questions. So we have two questions. Let's go this week. All right. So the first question was I'm just gonna I remember them. So the first question was um, if this is like your first time reading the Bible, yeah. Where should you start? Which I think is a great question. Oh, that is a good question because we always we want our people to be Bible readers yeah, and doers and sure. hearers. I think it's good to know. Um, so, what if you could tell people if they just want to pick up the Bible and start reading it? Like, what would yeah. you tell them? I would say the first book I would say is the Book of John. Okay, I think it's always good to start with the Gospels because mm-hmm. um, 
I'm of the belief that the Bible, whether in the Old Testament or the New Testament, um, it it's in the Old Testament is leading to Jesus. Yeah. And then the obviously the beginning of the New Testament is the Gospels because it's like this is what the, all of the Old Testament has been leading to. Yeah. And if you really want to understand the epistles or like all the books after the Gospel, then Jesus is the foundation, yeah. essentially. And yeah. so the Gospel of John is, is just an easier read than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, and so I love the Gospel of John, so it's always a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, the second book I would recommend, now everybody's like, everybody's top three would be different. Uh-huh. They would recommend. Right. But I always, if, if it's not John, it needs to be, I would say, one of the Gospels. Uh-huh. Um, the second one I would say is the book of James. Okay. I love the book of James. James is really good. I, and what I love about the book of James is that he's pretty straightforward. Yeah. He's like, this is who you are. This is what you're doing. This is what you need to do. Right. Go do it. Yeah. Don't be a hearer of the word. Only be a doer of the yeah. word. You yeah. You know? And so, like, it's... That kind of is... That's kind of his flow as, he's go, as he writes in the book of James. So, I think the book of James is great. And it's also not super long. Right. Which is also important. You know? Like, when you start reading the Bible... That's real. You know, just feeling like you finished something. Mm-hmm. You know? That, that feeling of accomplishment. Like, oh, I read a book. Yeah, yeah. It's good. And, like, there's a lot to pull from. It's not, and not to say that... You can just rush through it so you can feel like you finished. Yeah. But like there's a lot to there's a lot also to unpack in the book of James, but it's also straightforward in that sense yeah. as well. So it's pretty good. And the third one I would say, um, I I would just give you like one of my favorite books to read mm-hmm. in the Bible, and that's just the book of Ephesians. Ephesians is really I good. love the book of Ephesians. Yeah. Uh, it's just I just love it. It talks about like being what it means to be a new human mm-hmm. in Christ because we are filled with his spirit. Yeah. I know that don't make a lot of sense for people, but like that's why you should go read Ephesians. Right, <laughs> it's right, good. Right, like, right. Once you understand the idea of um, what Paul's getting in Ephesians, it's great. So that's my top. What's your top three? Um, I agree with John. I yeah. tell people, like people that are new to Christ, mm-hmm. to like. I feel like John is just starts like kind of mm-hmm. like action packed. There's no mm-hmm. like fluff. It's like Jesus on the scene and yeah. he's moving, and you get to see him in action. Yeah. Um, I think my second one would be Mark. Because uh-huh. um, Mark was like the first gospel, mm-hmm. like as, as they said, that was written, and I think it just it gives like a good glimpse mm-hmm. of what's going on in Jesus' mm-hmm. uh, life and what he's doing. Um, Mark's good. I, you know, I like Mark because Mark makes a lot of uh, Old Testament references. Yes. So, like, so he's kind of helping you see that Jesus is the fulfillment of all right. these Old Testament. So yeah. it's really good. Um, and I think a personal. I like reading Psalms. I think Psalms, yes. like finding, I don't say finding a song, but like I think Psalms just so shows the diversity of emotions yeah. when it comes to your relationship with God. For sure. It shows the beauty of God. It shows mm-hmm. depression. Yeah. It shows like a, a desperation. Mm-hmm. It shows joy. Yeah. I think it just, it's a, I think it's just a beautiful picture of like, uh. Like the ups and downs of what it feels like yeah. to like go with. I know earlier, God. earlier in my uh, walk with the Lord, I think the Psalms, the book I clung to the most. Like yeah. even uh, even with the Gospels, I'm like, yeah, but I want to go read the Psalms. Yeah, because you know, like it's just like you said, it's just so relatable. Yeah, it, it kind of brings the Bible down to earth. Yeah, like sometimes we look at these great figures in the Bible, and uh, we like, man, I can't do that. Right, you know, and. And then you read over the Psalms, and it's like, man, these people were struggling like me. Right. <laughs> they, they pray the same prayer as I'm praying. You like, know? where are you, Lord? Like, and they don't just, like, meet you where you, the Psalms don't just meet you where you are. But it, like, it also reminds you that you still have hope. Yeah. You know, yeah, and this is, like, pre-Jesus. You that's know, like, really good. You, like, you're struggling, and you, like, in the dark places of your soul right now. And, like, mm-hmm. you're experiencing some real depression. Yeah. But, like, you should know that 
the Lord is the deliverer and he's a comforter yes. and he's kind, he's loving and like yeah. all these things. And like that's all through the Psalms and it's just beautiful. Yes. I it's will I will say this too. It is because I've heard people say I try to read the Bible but I fall asleep and it's boring. Like if you approach the Bible as just a book, yeah. then it's it's not gonna hit like it's supposed to hit. Mm, yeah. We're not just hyping it up because right. just to hype it up. We're hyping mm. it up because it's it is living and active, right. and uh-huh. it is like God's uh-huh. word. Right. As if you read John, uh-huh. you'll see that. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I think you have to you have to pray and mm-hmm. ask God to speak to you, even mm-hmm. if. You opening it and it's like just a simple, all right, mm-hmm. Lord, they told me to try this yep. and I want to hear from you. Yep. Can you just show me uh, something? Like mm-hmm. you have to invite the Holy Spirit in right. in order for mm-hmm. scripture to come alive. Or it just will just be a book with characters. Right. And, and it really feels that way. Like when you really, when you really start to like adapt a regular Bible reading routine, mm-hmm. um, it could just feel like just a book because you don't really understand all of the working parts, you know, right. and like how this directly or sometimes indirectly applies yeah. to my life um however the more you spend time with it the more you start to recognize how it does apply to your everyday yes. life and applying it uh as so then like you get to see like just the life yeah that exists in the word and how it gives you life yeah <laughs> because within it is life you know yeah. um and so it's really 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 good and i always obviously encourage people to just take their time through the scriptures and they reading um, and just grow, you know, yes. just grow. All right. So the second question, I hope that answers your first question. The second question was, which I really am great. I'm excited for this question. Okay. So the person wants to know, where do the offerings go? Ooh. And money, 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 money. And what do they go toward? They say y'all keep giving these giving talks. Where, <laughs> where is my money going? <laughs> First of all, I think it's important to say thank you for asking yes, that question. Because yes. that's a real question. Yeah. That's a question I don't think we talk enough about. Right. Like, you know, sometimes, yeah. We just, I'm glad that the question was asked. Yeah. Um, if I could just give a general, where does the offerings go? The offerings go to the furthering of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Right. As a church, our goal is to do, is to be an expression of the kingdom of God and reach people who don't know Jesus and also encourage and build up the believers who do know Jesus so that they can continue to follow him in his journey. So like we do a number of things to make that happen. Like we have a bunch of outreaches that we do. Um, The church gives benevolence, right? Which is just like when people are in need of finances, Mm -hmm. um, the church will give them a certain amount depending on the given situation that, you know, can sometimes vary. Um, But there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. it goes to, but at the end of the day, what the church does with the money is, with the offerings, is to give it back to the ministry of right. the kingdom. Yeah, essentially, that's really that's really, really good, and that's, I mean, that's the gist of it. I think that I because I I struggle with tithing mm-hmm. like in the past, mm-hmm. and oh, me too. Yeah, I <laughs> it was a real struggle because yeah. I was just like because it's a real like and depending on the season. I'm still struggling with. <laughs> Yeah, that's real. And it's just like I learned that it was a real trust thing with me. And yeah. then there was this one, uh, there was a lady I went to this finance class, uh-huh. like it was like a Christian based finance class about yeah. budgeting and uh-huh. doing well. And uh, it was her name is Kimberly Washington. She's a CPA. I love her to death. And uh-huh. she said, um, she was like, God can do more with your ten percent 
than you can do with 90% of Come your on. funds. And that yeah. that blew my mind because yeah. I understood. And that's another thing, like, again, uh, kind of going back to the scripture. Uh, if you don't understand who yeah. God is and his character uh, and how he literally uh, is capable to turn nothing into something, mm-hmm. like, if we look at the world, mm-hmm. that shook me. I was yeah. like, you're right, because with uh, this 100%, I'm still failing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but see, that's the thing. let me try. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, I like how you... I like that that quote by her because it it just exemplifies that when we give, it is an expression of our faith. Yeah, it's an expression of our dependency on Him. Yeah, um, and saying that, look, I can do what I want to do with all this, but I want to sow back into the yes. kingdom and give back to you. Yes, right. I think about the woman in Scripture who all she had, yeah, was a penny, right, <laughs> of some sort. You know, yeah. like very very little money. Yeah, but she gave. What she had yeah. as an expression of her faith, yeah. and Jesus rewards that in telling her that she, like she'll be blessed. Yes, and but we're not like trying to say that if you sow ten percent, then like God gonna give you ninety yeah. percent back, and like you gonna and be rich forever. <laughs> That's prosperity. And I will, and because there was a season I'll never forget. I was working part time at Chase, and I found out I did. I made a bad. I just I was young, uh-huh. and so like I, I got in a car wreck. Mm-hmm. And I just canceled my car insurance without turning in the plate because mm-hmm. I didn't know you had to turn in the plate. Mm-hmm. So that suspended like my insurance or something, mm-hmm. and I owed the state like six hundred something dollars. And so I remember like that was my check, Ooh. and I had to get my license renewed, uh-huh. <laughs> and I found that out. And I was like, all right, well, all I have, I was like, after I tied, that's it. And I was just like, I, I, felt, <laughs> I felt like it was, it was a real, like, uh-huh. are you going to trust me moment? Yeah. And I was like, all right, Lord, I'm going to trust you. So I tied mm-hmm. and I paid mm-hmm. that and I had enough mm-hmm. to eat peanut butter sandwiches that week. But I, mm-hmm. the Lord provide, I was still able to yeah. go out to eat with friends and not because I told any of my friends uh-huh. what's going on. They were just like, oh, mm-hmm. just come. I got, yeah. it was just, he just provided mm-hmm. in different ways. All my other bills mm-hmm. are paid mm-hmm. and I never, like, I used to be in overdrive a lot, mm-hmm. like. I haven't seen an overdraft fee since mm-hmm. I just was continuous. And I'm not saying that's everybody's situation mm-hmm. because also I was in a situation I can't afford 10% yeah. right now. I can afford five, uh-huh. but what I do have uh-huh. is some time. Uh-huh. And so like I was very like yeah. persistent and like, how can I serve? How uh-huh. can I put my gifts back into the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Even if it's in the church or outside the church. So I think that and that's the thing though. I think, thing. I think the thing is, is, is God saying that if you, I'm going to take care of you, you take care of my yeah. kingdom. Yeah, you take care of my kingdom. I'm gonna take care of you. Right, you know what I'm saying. And it's not li- his response to our giving isn't always isn't limited to giving a back to us more money. Right, because we are in need of far more valuable things. Yes. than just money. Yes, right. Because God can and will and does respond to our acts of faith yeah. and trust in Him with blessing. Yes, you know, with love, with mm-hmm. joy, with peace, yeah. with comfort. Right. Um, and so it's just it's an investment. Yeah, it's an investment into the kingdom of God so that the ministry of the kingdom can be furthered um, through the through the church and yeah. all of its ways that it ha- each church has designed for the money to be distributed. It's really and so yeah. Okay. Also, are, well, wait well, before we go, yeah. I think it's important for people to know that as it pertains to our church, um, yeah. our all of our bookings in terms of like oh, yeah. the offering that comes into the church mm-hmm. and how we distribute said offerings in terms of like. Our ministry outreach, benevolence, yeah. even staffing yeah. can be can, it's it's available to yeah. you. To so find. at the end of each year, there's an annual report yeah. our church releases, and mm-hmm. it's a video and it's a full mm-hmm. transparent report of where your giving is going towards mm-hmm. to. Because we are 
we're not a church and that's why that's what i love about celebration church and i think this thing too like the block is not our church yeah like the block is a part of metairie campus of celebration church right, right. so we are we are a very large church and god has blessed us yeah, tremendously sure. and it's i honestly believe it's because we have been really good stewards with mm-hmm. what he has yeah. blessed us with mm-hmm. and to be good stewards requires transparency because we yep. know at the end of the day humans are humans right. and we want we need accountability yep. regardless so mm-hmm. at the end of each year around december if you're a part of our church and you have not unsubscribed to the emails <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other conversation <laughs> you you will get an email about the annual report or if you just ask like email one of us or ask somebody hey uh-huh. I would like to see an annual report mm-hmm. it's open public information you can 100% have access to that because yep. again like we're we're a church body we're a body of Christ like right. it is it is what it is right. yeah no, that's good good, so, yeah. good, que- good question yeah, that was a really good question please y'all submit more y'all questions more, more questions that was fun I only one that we, we can get enough questions that we can do a whole episode of just answering oh questions. Q&A a Q&A, Q&A. episode that'd be that dope would be fun. that, that would, would be really fun. really dope okay let's go through these five for fives Let's hit on everybody. Let's hit on everybody. All right, let's go. All right. So, first was Krista. Krista. Okay. She had me hooked Disney World. I was like, oh, ah! yeah. Have you ever rolled the teacups at Disney World? I have when I was younger. Now, I get motion sickness, so uh-huh. I'm not interested in just spinning around. Oh, cause she, okay. She was talking about, like, not being being afraid of riding, like, the big roller coaster rides. Yeah, because I, I am afraid of Space Mountain. I'm a, I'm, I had, when I was a kid, there was this, this like, little small little kid... Um, roller coaster, and uh-huh. it is written this circle and had one little hill on it. It, uh-huh. had, it, was, it had a dragon in the front. And you talking about a city park? I don't know. Maybe they had it out here too. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, it was like it was like little, small. Uh-huh. But as uh-huh. a kid, it was so big, Uh-oh. and I cried like a baby so because I had to get on year? that. Last year, guess what we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so good. You didn't roast me the whole time. I know. I know. <laughs> and look at that you. That means I had to. I went so long without it. I feel like I hit a record. I feel like I hit that a record. That was a record. Okay. So I'm just going to appreciate the, the your record time. Thank you. That had a lot of restraint. But like Krista, I was also very, very afraid mm-hmm. to ride the big rides. It's okay. my, well, it's my point. Gotcha. Yeah, I still don't fool with roller coasters. Yeah, me neither. I, um, I hate going. I love going fast. I, I cannot do upside down or sudden drops. And it's because I used to love roller coasters, but when I was on like a middle school trip, I went on this big roller coaster in Six Flags and I got stuck upside down and my glasses about to fall. And all I could think was, I'm going to be blind for the rest of my life. <laughs> I know you're <laughs> So from that point on, I just started wearing contacts. So from that point on, I was like, I'm, I'm not doing that again. But yeah, but Krista talked about fear. Yeah. What are you afraid of? I just told you I'm afraid of roller coasters. No, I want to go deeper. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> what am I afraid of? Yeah. Uh. It could be silly, or it could be. No. Uh, can I give you an honest answer? Yeah. Like just genuine. Yeah. I'm afraid of not being who God's called me to be. Mm. I, and that's and if you if you know me, if you grew up with me, that doesn't that's that's not surprising to you. Yeah. Um like God has just always been like a focal point in my life and um to not be who he's called me to be is like something that just kinda yeah stays in the back of my mind. Yeah. Like you know, be faithful. It's yeah. like something you always hear me say. Yeah. Because like faithfulness to me is how I get there. Yeah. Is how I find myself being who God called me to be. So that's my favorite. What about you? You put me on the spot. Now you're on the spot. Let's see. I have 
So I have a, I'll share with my life group one of my irrational fears, uh-huh. uh, and I'll share it here. I have an irrational fear, like meaning it may not never happen, but I have afraid of, I feel fear of being homeless. Like, I oh have, really? I have a genuine fear of like one day I would just be on the side of the road, like I will make one mistake, and, and I'm trying not to cry because it's like a real fear. Oh wow! <laughs> like, <laughs> like that I would just be on the side of the road, and I know it's not true. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause I know I'll have fish stay, but like that's my oh ew. You really want to cry? Yeah, like, it's a real, it's a real fear. My other, I guess you could say, big fear is standing before the Lord and Him saying, "I never knew you." Yeah, and I don't, I don't believe that's the tr- like. Yeah, because I feel like I know Him, but yeah. That's something that like it kind of kind of goes with yours. Like that's like I gotta be obedient. Yeah, and I gotta do what He uh, asked me to do because uh, I cannot. Mm-hmm. Stand in front of him and for yeah. him to say, mm-hmm. "I don't know you." Yeah. So like, I mean, I think that's important because I think it's important for us to understand. Like, there's like, there's like crippling fear, and then there's healthy fear. Yeah. You know, and the healthy fear, it, it sort of drives you. Yeah. And pushes you like when you when you're not moving toward your intended goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, I think for both of us, like you know, for you, it's standing before Jesus and hearing. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. You know, and so like that kind of fuse that kind of fuses sometimes, you know? Yeah. And so um it's a healthy fear. It drives us. And, and you know, Crystal was talking about the fear she had was like a crippling feel like fear. Yeah. And it prevented her yeah. from experiencing the fullness of joy of what it means to be at an amusement park and mm-hmm. ride all the fun rides and, you know, be upside down on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not my preference, but like to each his own. Right. <laughs> but the point is that the point that she was making is if we can allow the Lord to um, encourage us and yeah. push us and get in our community who will encourage us and push us and love on us, um, then we won't allow fear to cripple us. Yeah. And we can be strong and courageous the way, you know, God told to Joshua. Yeah. So. It's really good. She did a really good job. She did. Proud of you, Christina. And she she opened. Yeah. She, she opened it. it. She set the tone. Yeah. And opening and is not the, always the, the easiest thing to do. Yeah. She <laughs> said, the first she person set there. a real good tone. <laughs> yeah. Really, good. really good. Alright, next up we have Shanique. My girl. I love Shanique. Y'all, y'all don't know Shanique first. Shanique's so funny. Shanique, if you listen to this, you be having me dying. Bruh. And everybody, she had everybody else laughing <laughs> yeah. too. It was so, so good. And she talking about, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I was gonna, I was talking, I was thinking about when she said how she was gonna fail her, she was gonna fail her um, Bruh, biology test. Been there. Been it's there. chemistry. Someone didn't take good notes. <laughs> um, chemistry was so rough. I. I thought I wanted to be a doctor until I continued to fail biology. And I was like, <laughs> I, no, a nurse. I thought I was going to be a nurse. I always failed biology. I was like, you know what? This isn't my calling. I'm going to go to theater. Yeah, it wasn't good. But Shanique focused on the importance of having good community because she talked yeah. about how, like, she was able to pass her chemistry lab uh-huh. because of her lab partners mm-hmm. and how now she's able to do things God has called her to do because yeah. of her godly community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and community is something you talk about a oh, lot. Faithfully. Yeah. And y'all always gonna hear from me. So go ahead. I mean, I mean, <laughs> like I said, let's go back to like my fear, like being right. who God's called you to be, yeah. be who God's called me to be. And I've learned in my following Jesus and uh, being a part of the community of the church specifically, mm-hmm. um, is that like you can't be who God's called you to be without community. Facts. You just can't do it. Like yeah. you just need. That's a reason why He put it in place. Right. And one of those reasons is to help you. Be, look more like him. Yeah. And you can't do that apart from community. Right. You can try. Yeah. 
and and waste all your energy. But can I just tell you, it's not sustainable. It's not alone. It's, it's not fun. And I think I think that's what's so good about the verse that she used. She used uh, Hebrews chapter ten, verse twenty four to twenty five, which mm-hmm. pretty much talks about um, the com- the biblical community being the, in the habit of encouraging one another mm-hmm. uh, to do good works. Yeah, and like you need that. Like you need to be surrounded with people who sit back and consider. How can I encourage Allie today yeah. to just continue to follow Jesus? I yeah. noticed today that Allie's kind of down. Yeah. Let me think about what I can do to love on her, to bless her, to encourage her wow. so that she can... Okay, stop. Because <laughs> you look like you about to ask me to buy you lunch and that ain't about to happen. Wow. Just one and wow. just one way. My goodness. My goodness. Who... I wish you guys could see my face right now because <laughs> it's bewildered. <laughs> so confused. But to be around that type of community, yeah. that people who are selfless, yeah. who are focused on the people that surround them, it just takes a village, you yeah, know? Yeah, it does. And it's better for you to be around people because if you're just worried about you, then you are all you get. You you are all you have. Yes. But if you get around a community, a biblical community, yes. who's interested in the needs of others. Then yeah. now you're not alone, but you have a village of people around you yeah. who care about you, you can get around, and can help you be who God's called you to be. Yeah, and I think it's what's so interesting to me is that we we find community in everything else. Yes. Like, people, mm-hmm. like, just even people that's unchurched yep. will find... We all have a community. Everybody has a group, a mm-hmm. workout group, because even Shanique hit on that. Yep. A workout group, a school group, mm-hmm. a work group. Like, wherever you are, you're going to have some form a community right. so what makes you think like you don't need yep. that like mm-hmm. as a body believer but I, I loved her workout uh i love her workout analogy because mm-hmm. i find myself when i'm in the gym by myself like i'll do my workout and stuff like that and it'd be good but like i don't i never go as hard in the gym bro if, if i don't than i do when i have people around me when yeah. i got people around me let's just at least if it's just one person yeah if i got another person there motivating me like let's it. go like push that up like you got that let's go you know like i i do more reps yeah i won't cheat on my reps as much yeah i'll make sure i finish my mile and don't that's, like stop after the real. second lap because that's i'm tired real. now you know because like my workout community is helping me be a better be better in the gym right. you know they want, they want you to meet because i'm I go to the gym with Shanique, uh-huh. and I go, uh, Stephen's wife, Laura. We uh-huh. love you, Laura. Uh, <laughs> Laura goes, and Laura, what I love about going to the gym with Laura is that she refuses to let you slack. Uh-huh. And you need people that yep. will hold you accountable. And, uh-huh. it's, and it's, it's not, she pushes me not because she wants me to hurt myself, but she pushes me because she knows I have a goal yep. that I want to achieve. And mm-hmm. that's my friend because she loves me. Yep. She will continue to push me and she mm-hmm. will continue to call me. She will continue, mm-hmm. Where you at? Mm-hmm. Let's go. See you in mm-hmm. the morning. Yep. Love you. Talk. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that. Mm-hmm. And shame yep. with Shanique. Shanique, Shanique will call. <laughs> where you at? Miss you this morning. <laughs> What's going on? Lucky shade, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it's because like we in this together yep. and I think that's the beautiful thing about uh-huh. the body of Christ uh-huh. is just like it's hard yep. it's a hard journey and usually our communities are like limited to like our specific like doing like when she was in school like her her class community was yeah. geared toward them all passing together yeah. but when you come to the, the to a biblical community this is about you succeeding in your life yeah and not just the life on earth but like Eternal life, eternal. you know what I'm saying, and life eternally. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and that looks like just pushing you and encouraging you to be who God's called you to be, and mm-hmm. that is a replicate a reflection of Jesus. Yeah. And uh, to do who He's called you to do, and yeah. that is use your gifts to glorify His name, which yeah. equals His glory and your good. Yeah. That's so, good. real good. Good job, Shanique. <laughs>
Yes. Next, my boy. Tyrone. That's my boy T. My I, you boy. know, you, you know, Tyrone told me before he got. He was like, "Man, I'm so nervous. When I go up there, I want you to give me a hug. And when you, when I come down, I want to make sure you give me a hug too. Because I'm, I'm gonna feel the comments like I find. I find it was so nice, and like I wanted to share that because. Um, Tyrone has been asking us to do a five five for a long time. Yes. He's been wanting to share his story, and I just think it was just amazing to finally see him get up yeah. and be able to share what God has done yeah. in his life. It's, and it's just special, you it's know. Very special. And I just and he just the reminder of like how we should share our faith, yeah. you know, share what God has done in our life, yeah. you know, and making sure that we share that story, yeah. you know, and they like the Lord is still changing lives. Yes, you and know? I love how he shared the invitation at the end oh, to yeah. let people know like. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can accept them too, and like just being the evidence yep. of like God really came in my life and changed me. Yeah, like, that boy's cousin not the pastor. That's <laughs> so joke, <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> But I, even that was amazing because right. everybody got to see the pastor he was cussing out. Right, and he was there. She there showed up exactly. It's beautiful. It was, and I think two people should know that because I've had people feel feel like, well, I don't have a testimony because they don't have a story like Tyrone. Yeah, and. I feel like people need to know, mm-hmm. like, you could be a quote-unquote good person, uh-huh. but until you accept Jesus yeah. in your life, yeah. you will never understand mm. the fulfillment. Yeah. So, like, you have a testimony uh-huh. yeah. because when Jesus enters mm. your life, there will be a shift yep. and there mm-hmm. will be a change and mm-hmm. you're going to have to share yep. the story of how he changed you. Yep. So, regardless of your past, right. whether you felt like you did everything right, right. if you don't have Jesus... Mm. It's You're something missing. still missing. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. that's important for people. That's to something know. I, I struggle with uh, in college. And one of my roommates, because I don't have like one of those dope to hope stories. Yeah, you know, like know. I was out here bad, all right. and you know, like I was a, I was what most people would consider like a really good kid. Yeah. You know, we, shut up, yeah. stop. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm happy that this is recorded on the podcast because y'all be capping. But go ahead. Uh, oh, day I knew was. <laughs> But my point is, like, I had to own my story. Yeah. You know, and yeah. my story wasn't dope to hope, but my story changed me. Yeah. My encounter with Jesus made me different. Um, it made me it made me more wise. Mm-hmm. You know, it like it made me a lot of things, honestly. And I won't like go into like all the depths of it because it's not about my story, it's about Tyrone's story. Yeah. But the point that I'm trying to convey is own your story. Yeah. Like what God has done in your life is worth sharing. Yeah. Because it's a miracle that the God of the universe Bruh. wrapped himself in flesh to change your life. Yeah, that's crazy. That's huge. That's and wild. somebody needs to hear that. Yeah, that's so, really, really good. Thank you, Tyrone. We love you too. Yes, yes. Mina. Me. Now, you know I was geeking out about Mina because Mina went to the Hebrew and I'm a Bible nerd. You are a Bible nerd. I am. So you I love Bible. Mina. So go ahead. I'm going to let you I'm well, gonna let you go. The one thing that Mina said that stood out to me the most is that she talked about um, the word in Hebrew for hear and obey is the same. Same. Yeah. And so it's like. That hermeneutics. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. They got me excited. Okay, so, so if you don't know what hermeneutics is, it's in in short, it's a fancy way of saying this is how you study the scripture for all of it to get all that it's worth. Yeah. You know, um, if you look at the, the historical context of the passage and like the context and a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of those things is understanding like the Bible in its original language, mm-hmm. and so like this is like one of those little nuggets why it's so important to learn. Yeah. You know, like the. The, the hidden treasures and yeah. understanding the Bible in its original language yes. because then you get to realize oh man 
did I really listen right. if I didn't hear? And did I really even hear if right. I didn't listen? You know? Right. Um, and I just think that's an important principle to, like, remember. And we've been actually going through our uh, parable series and Bible study. Uh-huh. And last week we were talking about Jesus saying to the multitudes, he... Those of you who have ears, let, let him hear. hear. Yeah. And so, like, if you just read that, you're thinking, like, okay, well, if I got ears, I'm supposed to listen. Right. And, like, that's Jesus is picking up on that same idea, right. same Hebrew idea. Yeah. Is that, like, if you if you can hear my voice, right. then you need to respond in obedience. Right. And listen. And do. And do. Yeah. And not just be a hearer. Yeah. Which is why you should also read James, because James yes. also picks up on the same thing. He does. Thing. It was really... Venus was good because it talked about obedience, mm-hmm. and I always... Because I think about, like, my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, they would get so frustrated mm-hmm. with me when they would tell me to do something, uh-huh. and I didn't do it. I heard them, yeah. but I didn't follow through. Uh-huh. I didn't take the chicken out the their response was, y'all don't listen. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like, you, I'm just talking to the air. Yeah. I'm talking to the wall. Yeah. Y'all, y'all got selective hearing. Yeah. and But it, the uh-huh. same yeah. goes to, like, with the Lord. It's just like, mm-hmm. I am frustrated with you yeah. because I have told you what to do, and mm-hmm. you have not done Yep. That thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I was very convicted. I said, "Oh Lord, what, yeah. what you need me to do? <laughs> what right. you need me to do?" Right, right. But yeah, it was really, really, really good. Really Fantastic job. Yeah. Um, and to close us out, Elijah, our friend Elijah, he showed the dog. They got everybody I, in. Oh, it was. It looked. It was so cute. It looked like a little beignet <laughs> because it was brown and they had like the little white center. Uh, it was yeah. so cute. Wait, wait. So he was. So he started off by telling the story about how he got this gift for his uh, sister, sister. Uh-huh. and she loved it. Yeah. What's the best gift you've ever been given? Ooh. <laughs> I I don't know. I wasn't ready. Let me think recently. Let me think recently. I would say the... <laughs> this is so embarrassing. But one of the best gifts that I have gotten, I guess that that practicality that I use often mm-hmm. is um, is a gift from Stephen and Laura. Aw. Um, and it is a potty squatty. Yeah, you should probably explain. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely explain so- what a potty squatty is. So... This is gonna be so. I can't believe you actually said that. Why would you do with it? It's because it's honestly the best. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I feel like everyone should have a potty squatty. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I hope this doesn't get us kicked off the podcast. But when you use the restroom, and uh, the proper way for you to use the restroom, I wish I could see my face right now. Go ahead, is to have uh, your knees like kind of upright. Okay, you should not. You should not. You, there's a bunch of gifts you've been given in your life that you could have went with. I know, but that's that's the first thing that and came that's to the my one you mind. Because it's the, it is. <laughs> oh my god! I, I can't believe know. you actually said that. I can't believe <laughs> that. And we don't have Taylor to edit it. I'm joked. But it's one of the best gifts, honestly. You know, outside, like my parents have given me like. Like that's a yeah hard. they have you they have, have numerous you had a bunch of Christmases yeah and that's and the one you went with it is um I'm a very flabbergasted at the moment. so here's here's the thing about me here's the thing that pe- I am I'm very simple uh-huh. and I'm very easy to please yeah. I should have said I really should have said the flowers Krista gave me because that oh yeah that was mind. special that was very uh-huh. special yeah and I like that was but uh-huh. like. Top of top, I'm a very practical person, uh-huh. so I love practical gifts yeah. that are sustainable and that will help me every single day. Yeah, and that that's a really good mm-hmm. gift to yeah. me because it's practical. It uh-huh. helps me every yeah. day, 
and it's something I want because I feel like sometimes people give you gifts of what they think you need or uh-huh. what they think you want or uh-huh. because they like it you should like it uh-huh. and some gifts like you know I'm grateful for like yeah, yeah. there's certain things like I'm like okay hey, this is really nice uh-huh. or this is really sweet uh-huh. but when I think of like my definition uh-huh. of best is something that I need or yeah. like something that's like uh-huh. it may seem small but it's something practical uh-huh. and it's very important to me yeah. and it just so happened uh-huh. To be that, so I apologize. <laughs> I, I, I did not go descriptive. Just look it up and just get it. I want to get to find a travel one, <laughs> but like, it's really, it's top notch. It's I feel like everyone needs it. It's for your health. It was on Doctor Oz. Like it's it's healthy. It's healthy. That's good. So yeah, what's your <laughs> I'm also a simple person, so it, like it doesn't take much for me. But my uh, I remember when I was. Uh, in high school, I think mm-hmm. I was my maybe my sophomore year or something, and uh, my mama got me a little gift or whatever, you know, it was small. But like it, the day was just boring because it was uh-huh. like it was a weekday, uh-huh. it was busy, whatever, you know, and like I, you know, it was just boring. And so I was like at the end of my day, I was just chilling, and then one of my friends texted me like, "Hey, like get up, we about to bring you somewhere to like go eat. We gonna go to Sonic or something." Uh-huh. So we got up and went to Sonic, like which is like close by my house, right. and I came back home, and my house was full of people. Oh. Friends, family, they just came out to celebrate. Oh. And that was just like a really special moment for me. Oh, that's, that's unforgettable. Sweet. It was cool. And so I think that's probably one of the best gifts. Because I just love people. I'm yeah. very people oriented. So yeah. that was, it was dope. It was cool. I see. I could have said my friends threw me a surprise birthday. There's a lot of things I could have said, but mm-hmm. I just was thinking every day. But you spoke from your heart. I did. God bless you. Uh-uh. But Elijah's point. <laughs> his, his point. Okay. Elijah's point was that, that, is that God God tailors his gifts to us. Yes. And uh, I think that's just important to for people to know. That like the gift that God is giving you, like, it was intentional. Yeah. It like it it came with purpose and meaning and he's even crafted your your passions and your desires to coincide yeah. with the gifts that you've been given. Um, and so those things, like your desires and your gift, they work harmoniously together. But you only find the full fulfillment of those gifts when you're using them to glorify God. Yes, yes. And you're using, which impacts other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so I would just tell people to keep that in mind and, like, use your gifts. Like, yeah. some people are, are still on the journey of discovering what that is. Mm-hmm. But I think the journey in discovering the gifts and the passion that God is giving you is also fun if you're inviting the Lord to do it with you. You know, yes. like if it's a journey that yeah. you're taking with him, it's a journey that you're taking other people along with. I think I don't know if I shared this before, but I have a cousin and every time I talk to her, she tries something new. She'd been a carpenter. Um uh-huh. she she went back to school to do uh to do tech work and stuff like that. Uh-huh. She's just like in that season where she's just like trying, trying to find to out what out. she wanna do for the rest of her yeah. life. And um I love that she that she's doing that. She's yeah. just trying to discover what it is she's just passionate. And she's enjoyed doing the, the several different things that she's ventured in doing. Yeah. Um, but she's trying to find that one thing that she want to do for the rest of her life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she can leverage to, to glorify God. Yeah. And uh, so, like, you know, if I'm saying, like, if you're not there yet, enjoy the journey. Yeah. Don't feel like if you don't know it that you're disappointing God um, because, like, he's with you now and he'll be with you later when you figure it out. Yeah. You know? So just just walk with him. It'll I think, good. too, like going back to the potty squad I'm sorry mm. but I think going because when I think of like a best gift like your gift may be something you're just good at daily yeah and that's why I think of like like it's just a regular day and mm-hmm. like I think you should just ma- pray and ask God to make you more aware yeah. of like things of, like you know you do this really well like mm-hmm. there's I have certain friends they're just really good at decorating yeah and they're really good of like 
making something into not mm-hmm. like turning it like nothing into something. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you should really like think yeah. about doing it. Something that just kind of mm-hmm. comes natural to you yep. that doesn't come natural to everybody. Because yep. I think that's just how mm-hmm. God designs us. And mm-hmm. it's something that you may do yep. daily. Mm-hmm. And that, friends, that's your gift. Yep. It could be as simple mm-hmm. as sketching or mm-hmm. organizing or you don't know. And the thing is, like, when. Like your gift, you don't have to be perfect with your gift. Right. In fact, fact, you're not. You will not. (laughs) You're not going to be perfect with your gift. Like teaching and preaching and pastoring is like the gift that God has been giving me. Yeah. But like I'm unpolished. (laughs) You know, like I'm still growing. I'm still learning how to use my gift. I'm still trying to use it. Um, trying to maximize my own potential. You know, like it's a never-ending journey. Yeah. And so, like, even once you finish the journey and discovering what it is you're you're gifted in and what you want to do for the rest of your life then begins the new journey of okay how can i maximize what i have yeah how can i be better at what i am doing what i have been called to do so that um it could be more fruitful you yeah. know to people and that's really good. to the kingdom so that's really good. they all did an amazing job they did. it was really special like was, i went home and i could barely sleep i was so excited yeah, about it that was the really good gift yeah it was five or five was a good gift. it was a good gift yes so we have some fun things happening this entire weekend. Yes. Like there's something for oh, y'all to yeah, do like, like every that's a lot. weekend. So I'm going to go through the calendar. So Wednesday night is Bible study. Yes. Parables. Like that's Parables. every Wednesday. We're actually having a cereal bar. So we're be, having a cereal bar. Yeah, we're going to have all your favorite cereals. So How come fun. Out. Maybe dope. Um, Friday night. Culture night. Culture night. Y'all. It's, it's going to be lit. You need to be there. Point blank period. It's going to be lit. Culture. People. Food. Lots of food. Free food. Not like all kinds of food. Not like, like one specific type. Like people from different cultures are bringing yeah, like their co- cultural dishes. That's dope. And it's going to be amazing. Um. Then Saturday morning, go and feed the homeless. We're going to feed the homeless. We're going to feed so the homeless. So come do some outreach with us. And then Sunday, we meet back for church. We have Sunday morning service, 9 and 1045. But we also have the block. And we're starting a new, new series. series. What's the new series, Darius? Our new series is called Encounters. Mm. And our subtitle is When Your Story uh-huh. Meets His Story. My God. Mm. Hey. That'll preach right there. We ain't even got to eat. Somebody just got saved. Hallelujah. <laughs> so essentially what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going through the primarily the New Testament and mm-hmm. discovering and like walking through the the um the moments where random people from different backgrounds encounter Jesus yeah. and how that radically changed their lives and how we can have that same shared experience with Jesus even today. Yeah. Even today. Yeah. Um and I just think it's gonna be special because I think it's gonna help us identify ourselves in the scripture and show us that Jesus can and will and does meet us wherever we are mm-hmm. and radically changes our story That's good. you know like similar similar to Tyrone's you know like he'll take our gifts that we use in other places and we'll use them he'll use them for the kingdom mm-hmm. you know like he'll just reorder our lives he'll restructure it um, he'll make us not just hearers of his word but Do he'll it. make us doers of his word yeah. you know um, and so I just I'm just genuinely excited about it yeah um, it's a lot of it been, been brewing. And we're gonna be we're gonna be encountering for a little minute. Okay. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be fire. I'm excited. It's be I'm fire. really excited about this. What's it, real just real quick? Yeah. What's your favorite encounter? Okay. In scripture, you already know. Yeah. You Say already it. know. Say it. Say it. Um, the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah. That is, uh-huh. I think she is my. I feel like even early on in Darius uh-huh. in our friendship, I feel like. Do you remember when I shared that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So like I. I've been a fan, but the recent, like, 
desperation of the Lord, uh-huh. she just grew on me and their yeah. relationship uh-huh. is just astounding to me. So you may hear me talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Talk about it later. No, that's one that's a that's really that's a really special story. Yeah. I enjoy that one a lot. It's really good. I'm yeah. very excited about it. Very, yeah. very, very that's good. excited. All right. Well we will We'll holla at y'all next week. Hopefully, you'll see us. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> right. Taylor, we're gonna actually we're gonna back. bring a uh, what do you call it a potty um my potty squad. We're gonna bring it so they can see what it look like. No, they could just Google it. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not leaving my house. Ah, we love y'all. Because it's that good of a gift. We get too comfortable with them. We get too comfortable with our audience. No, I. But here's the thing: a good gift is a gift that you share. Hey. And I'm trying. I'm trying to help the people <laughs> and their digestive systems. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get you y'all. up for your birthday. No, thank you. I'm going to get you a potty squatty. No. Consider it done. <laughs> if you were encouraged by today's talk, make sure to rate us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. You can keep up with us by following our Instagram by searching at the block NOLA. Again, thanks for listening to the Block Podcast.